shout them together for Jesus tonight. You've never been touched until you've been touched by Jesus. You don't know anything about being whole until you're made whole by the maker himself. You don't know anything about liberty and freedom, amen, until he that the Son is set free is free indeed. You don't know anything about washing until you've been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. You don't know anything about true deliverance until you've been baptized in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Baptized with renewing and refreshing. It's just the earnest, but yet I know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Something happened. I'm glad, amen, when our team salvation, something happened. That I had the second question and a second doubted. It was such a visitation, such a pinnacle. Because Pentecost happened to be, ladies and gentlemen, you don't know where it's at night. Amen. It's an experience. Somebody got an experience in this house tonight. Somebody got a Pentecost experience in this You know why? Because he touched me. You know what we have tonight? It's the touch of Jesus. The touch of Jesus. We're ready for that touch. I'm telling you, there's nothing like being touched by the Lord. Touched by his presence. Amen. Feel that that presence to feel, Amen. The the love of it, the power of it, but yet full of compassion and mercy and grace. <laughs> we just got through singing about all the riches, rubies and golds and diamonds and all the houses that's in His hands. There's something far more greater than those things. You can get an earthly job and purchase those things. But I'm telling you, there is a mercy and a grace and experience, amen, in this hand that can touch you, that money can't buy it. Hallelujah. I tell you, money can't buy it, honey. You don't have enough silver and gold. You may have walked in here wretched and no good. But I'm telling you, if you'll sell out to him, if you'll yield to him, amen. The favor of God is in this house. The favor of God is upon this church. The favor of God's working. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My, my, my. I'm telling you, there's nothing like living for the Lord. Greetings to all. Lovely name of Jesus Christ. Good to see you all in the house of the Lord tonight. Rochelle, it's good to see you tonight. God bless you. Appreciate you coming. Be in church with us tonight. Man, I want you to just enjoy yourself. And what do you feel to do? You're in God's house. This ain't our house. This is God's house. Hallelujah. This belongs to Him. Amen. Everybody out here belongs to Him. We're His people. Hallelujah. We're blessed. We're blessed to be his people. Blessed to be in America. We're blessed to be in America. <laughs> We're blessed above all nations. And what an opportunity, the land of opportunity. We're going to talk about that just a little bit tonight and just felt kind of a nudging in that direction. Amen. And, and tonight, and uh, we're still going to be talking things to pursue during the pandemic. And tonight we want to talk about favor. Amen. The favor of God. Amen. That favor also can be displayed by individuals. You ever showed anybody a favor? Sure you have. You ever needed somebody's favor? Sure you have. Everybody. Been on both sides of that fence. Amen. By God's mercy and grace. You know what? Holy Ghost filled people ought to be some of the most favoredest people given favor upon the face of the earth. Quick to forgive and quick, to, amen, to put things behind them. And, amen. Just, uh, we're not going to give no leverage to the devil. 
not going to give him no room, amen, to work in our hearts, our minds, and our spirit. No, amen, I found favor with my heavenly father through our Lord Jesus Christ to forgive me, amen, when I didn't deserve it. Hallelujah, so I'm going to show favor too. And so, if you got your Bibles, Proverbs 22 and 1. Proverbs 22 and 1. Amen. Good name is rather to be chosen than great riches and loving favor rather than silver and gold. Above all the silver and gold and the things that you and I can acquire in this life. And even in this good old United States of America where the American dream is to live an independent, building a house, setting up enough in savings and getting to a place that you won't be dependent on anybody. But you'll have enough resources, amen, to purchase whatever you would like or, amen, to buy your way out of this or buy your way out of that. Amen, to have that kind of liberty. What an opportunity in America. Hallelujah. I'm glad to be an American tonight. Don't take that wrong. But I believe above that, amen, I'm glad to be American tonight because of this great liberty that we got right here tonight. Amen, that you and I can come together and join together in one chord, one place, and one spirit. We can lift up our voices to none other but Jesus Christ. We don't have to worry about blue lights coming. We don't have to worry about somebody coming out there on a gun. Amen, rushing up in here and putting us in handcuffs and shutting us down. We didn't have to use secret codes of what we're going to do. No, we can put it out on the side after the who we gonna worship? Hallelujah. Who we gonna magnify in this place? I'm telling you, we're blessed in America. Hallelujah. The land of opportunity. The land, amen, to be victorious. I believe the most powerful nation on the in the earth right now. If you want to go to heaven, I still believe America is still the greatest doorway and gateway. I know what a lot of people are saying, but I know who propagates the gospel. I know who amen writes it most of the time. I know who has finances and amen across the world. Thank God for America, amen, and understands who we are and where we came from it's been the favor of God upon us Lord we love you tonight appreciate you so thankful God for your favor your kindness and mercy here tonight help us help us in this house to preach the word to preach the good tidings open the hearts the mind and the spirit of all in this house help us tonight help us not to let carnality Help us not to let the strong man be bound. But oh God, you help us tonight. Hallelujah. To open our hearts, our minds, and spirits. And receive what you've got for us in this house tonight. Your touch. Your heart beating well in our lives. All the praise and glory is going to be lifted to you and to you alone. In Jesus' name we pray. Lord bless you and you may be seated. We are honored again tonight. I never take it for granted that you uh, put the effort and energy into come on a Wednesday night. I appreciate that so much, and we thank you for that. I won't try to be lengthy at all here tonight. We will keep an eye upon the time. Hallelujah, because I realize the, the I, I call it a burden, but amen, the responsibility of uh, going to work and going to school and getting children in bed and things of that nature, and God recognizes that too. But at the same time, by the help of the Lord and the help of the Holy Ghost here tonight, amen, we want to preach unto you, amen, about the favor of God. Hallelujah. Where would we be tonight without his favor as individuals, but yet collectively even as a nation? I know we've heard in previous administrations 
tried to propagate and tried to encourage that we wasn't a Christian nation. Done their best, amen, to turn as much attention to the Muslims, the Hindus, and everybody else. But I'm here to beg the difference with all of them. There's only one way. There's only one gospel, one truth, one name given among men whereby we must be saved. I believe that tonight. I believe if you're going to have eternal life and a part of eternity, amen, if you're going to be a part of that new city that's coming down, that John saw coming down, there's only one access. That's through none other but Jesus Christ. I thank God tonight for that revelation of who he is. I believe that the Messiah's come. I believe that you can have revival anytime you join together. It doesn't matter if, amen, if you're in the marketplace. It doesn't matter if you're in a hardware store. It doesn't matter if you're at the first Jesus name church of Bendale, Mississippi. Where two or three gather together in his name. Anything is subject to happen. Anything that's dead can be brought to life. Any dream or vision, amen, that has fell to the wayside can be renewed. Hallelujah. You can bring the dead, literally. You can bring the dead, amen. But if you can get Jesus in the presence or bring them into the presence of Jesus Christ, he proved it over and over in his ministry hallelujah to resurrect him and give him life I'm telling you I thank God for the favor of God in Bendale Mississippi I thank God for the favor of God in America I'm glad amen to be a part of this nation I'm glad to be a part of this country I'm glad to be who who we are and where we are tonight we're in the saving delivering powers of this almighty God So tonight, as we begin to look at this, I want to just go through, and I won't touch, but about a third of the scriptures of this topic, favor. Amen. Favor, amen, can mean generally goodwill, acceptance, and the benefits flowing from these. How many wants the favor of God? Everybody in the house wants the favor of God above everybody else's favor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm sure there's certain people in your life that you know. Hey Amen. How many wants favor from your boss? How many wants to show favor to your boss? <laughs> hey, praise God. He works both ways, don't it? Amen. Hallelujah. So, so another term that you'll notice in the scriptures tonight for favor is grace. Grace. It's interchangeable. It works in the same form and fashion in a sense. Amen. The grace. Thank God tonight again for his grace. Where would I be? As Paul said, I am what I am by what? By the grace. It's only his grace that I'm able to be here tonight. It's only his grace that you all are able to be here tonight. Amen. It's his goodness and grace that gives us this opportunity to walk into a place that's been set a time. It's been set aside. A place that's been dedicated for his glory cloud and his Shekinah presence to show up and to minister into our lives. For he was the one that we want to touch us in this house. Amen. Because when he touches you, you will know it. Hallelujah. When he ministers and when he moves and operates in our lives and circumstances or situations that we're, we're, we're dealing with. Hallelujah. Praise God. How many wants to favor God on your children? How many wants to favor God on your grandchildren? How many wants to favor God on your great-grandchildren? And the list can just keep going on and on and on because we know there's nothing more great or more powerful. Amen. Hallelujah. Than the favor of God that would go with us on a gener- from one generation to the next generation. And how important it is to have the favor of God. The Thomas simply puts it this way. If the Lord's not in it, you're wasting your time to work. You're wasting your time to get up early. You're wasting your time to stay up late. I want the favor of God in everything we're doing. I want the favor of God in every conversation. I want the favor of God, amen, in all the action directions we take. And not just on a Wednesday night, not just on a Sunday morning and a Sunday night. But, oh God, we want your favor. It doesn't matter if we're at the hardware store. I want the favor of God at my own house. I want the favor of God there. I want to be the example that God wants me to be to my grandchildren and to my children. 
children because I understand and realize a real hope they could have, amen, is be the example that God wishes to be. But the only way I can be that example is by the favor of God that's laid and put upon us. And so you're going to notice one of the first ones, the first time that favor is actually mentioned in the Bible itself. It's with the father of faith called Abraham in Genesis 18 chapter. Very familiar time of setting in Abraham's life. Hallelujah. He was actually just sitting in the tent. Heat of the day, probably a time that, uh, a wise time to just be sitting in a tent and cooling. <laughs> but he had a visitation, the Bible said that three men appeared, amen. Now, I'm not, I don't know if they just appeared, appeared, hallelujah, because as you watch, as, as Abraham responds unto them, hallelujah, and because to have the favor of God, you and I, amen, need to show that favor, hallelujah. And here's, and Abraham's going to give us a good example, hallelujah, how to do this. And so when you look at it in Genesis 18, hallelujah, you're going to look at about the third verse, and he says, my Lord, if now I have found favor. He's talking to these three and they would know if you could read the whole thing how it's like and even to God and he gets before the Lord and where this leads to as he's talking to Abraham because God was on his way because he had heard of the iniquity of Sodom and Gomorrah and he's on his way, amen, to see if it was true or not, amen, and then he would determine what type of judgment that would be brought upon this particular cities, amen, because of their iniquity and so on his way there he decided to become by the father of faith called Abraham because Abraham he understood who he was he understood what he would do and so when they showed up Abraham immediately even though it wasn't the most convenient time of the day to come visit him hallelujah because he sat in the tent in the heat of the day hallelujah but he didn't hesitate at all to respond to the visitors but he makes haste unto them and he asks and says unto them he said if I found favor hallelujah will you sit aside for a minute will you let me fetch some water Hallelujah, that I can wash your dusty feet. That's the reason I made the statement that it may not just appear because now they got dusty feet. Also, we learn in this portion of the scriptures that angels could come, amen, and be as though they were men and men that had come a long ways. And so our, our response unto them as messengers of God that's making their way and taking out time to come our way. I want to tell you something. Angels is always busy. They ain't got time to fool around and mess around. And when you and I get a visitation, that's a favor of God, especially if we get a visitation from an angel. There is a mission going on. There's an important mission going on. And God seen fit, amen, to come by a man by the name of Abraham, the father of faith. Hallelujah, to give him a visitation. You know why? Because there were some in that city. God knew all of this in advance, but he needed an intercessor. He needed somebody to lift up the voice. He needed somebody not only to show his favor to, but would ask for his favor, amen, to others. Thank God for you and I. Hallelujah, there's no telling how many people's going to wind up in heaven because there was a grandma or a grandpa or a mama or a daddy or a brother or a sister. Amen, they found the favor of God and stood in the gap and made up the edge and interceded and cried out the favor of God. Only God can hold that perfect record of how many automobiles and he heard that prayer. Keep my baby. Keep this one. Keep that one. Just how often that took place. <laughs> and so you know the story of Lot. And you have the Abraham as the story goes on. Intercede. He starts with 50. By chance. By chance. If chance. If there's 50. 45. 40. 30. 20. And he comes to 10. 
Hallelujah. He spared the whole city. Praise God. But we know that it was this, this intercessory and this favored amen that Abraham had encountered and, and was willing to give himself. Hallelujah. Because watch this. He didn't only make that visitation to inform him and Sarah at the appointed time that he was going to give them a son. Go back and read it. That information came also in the same visitation. Hallelujah. The promise had already been done been for many, many of years now. Pushing 25 in fact. Hallelujah. But in this favor. You know Abraham never gave up. He never staggered at the promise. And whenever they showed up, this, 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 this example, amen, is given to us as he responds. I'm going to tell you something. We should never grow weary in well-doing. We should never grow weary about the Father's business. We should never grow weary, amen. Now we get frustrated and we get irritated. But thank God for his favor, hallelujah, along this journey. Because we need it, hallelujah, when we walk this walk and live this life and commit ourselves, amen, in a pandemic like we've been in. And there's all kinds of stipulations and rules hallelujah and things of this nature and we got to gravitate through all of this I'm glad tonight that we can find the favor of God because in the favor of God I'm telling you we can walk out on the other side with the blessings of the favor of God upon our lives, upon our hearts upon our local assembly hey it could be amen our actions and our conduct hallelujah that we won't lose one not one single one in this pandemic but we can get a bad attitude and a bad spirit and get all worked up about it and before you know it God starts taking them out I'll preach it to you tonight I want the favor of God. Regardless where you fall on what side of that line. I want the favor of God and the blessings of the Lord. In the midst of this pandemic. Hallelujah. Because we understand and realize. Without this favor we're all doomed. Lot wouldn't have had a chance. If it hadn't been for Uncle Abraham. Praise God. I'm going to move from that. I can move to the time of Jacob. When you go to Genesis, the 30th chapter, you're going to read of a time in Jacob's life. Actually, Laman, Laman, the father-in-law, come to the realization, amen, to see. He actually calls upon Jacob, amen, to show him favor. Can I encourage us tonight, church? If you can ever show somebody favor, I would encourage you to do it. Show compassion. Hallelujah. If it lies within your power and your resources to show them favor and kindness and long-suffering or gentleness. Amen. The benefits of this favor. Hallelujah. We ought to do it. So Laban, when you look in Genesis, the 30th chapter, you're going to see there that Laban had said unto Jacob, I pray thee, if I have found favor in thy eyes to tarry, for I have learned by experience that the Lord hath blessed me far Thy sake. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Laman simply telling Jacob, I really didn't deserve all the blessings I've been getting. I've come to the realization and understanding as I've watched the hand of God when my own sons wouldn't do right. Hallelujah. But Jacob, you did. I've done you wrong. Amen. For a long time. And this and that. Hallelujah. But you know what? I can see if you'll just tarry. If you'll show me a little favor. And you know how all that works out. We won't go with all of that. But you know what? In Jacob's life, that was going to be very important because it's just going to be a few chapters now. He's going to need 
favor. He's going to need some favor. Amen. And we watch this. As you move on and you move, slip down, amen, to the 32nd chapter, you're going to start reading of the time, amen, that Jacob, as he begins to make his way back, hallelujah, to, to his homeland. And God had put it on him. And God told him to go. And God even visited him. If you look at that uh, 30th chapter, the 26th verse, you'll see there, amen, that you'll see that, that the angels, hallelujah, that he encountered and the things that unfolded and took place. I'm sorry, 32, 1 and 5, that he encountered the angels of God. And there we know that God's hand was with him. And Jacob, amen, is he, he sent out, if you go back to the 30th chapter, you're going to see, he said, give me my wives and my children. Let, let, me, let me back back. No, no, let's go back to the 32nd chapter. I'm going to get there in just a second. And when Jacob saw them, he said, this is God's host. Then Jacob sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother, into a land of Syria, into the country of Edom. And he commanded them, saying, Thus shall he speak unto my lord Esau. Thy servant Jacob saith thus, I have sojourned with Laman, and stayed there until now. I have oxen and asses and flocks and men servants, women servants, and I have sent to tell my lord that I may find grace in thy sight. Hallelujah. He wanted to find grace in Esau. You know how the story goes. You know Jacob and Esau and Jacob said out amen whenever he left hallelujah that I want to kill him and even though it had been 20 years this was still in Esau's heart it was still in Esau's mind and spirit because whenever he sends him out and sends word to Esau the messengers come back to Jacob and tells him hallelujah Esau's coming with 400 men and so from that point Jacob begins to make arrangements hallelujah sending and splitting up his dividing up his groves his wives amen and dividing up his goods and he even gets to the point of start sending things out and gifts. Amen. And they bound themselves and humbling themselves unto Esau because he wanted his favor. He wanted his compassion. He wanted his mercy. And so when you move all the way to the 33rd chapter and he said, what meanest thou by all these groves which I met? This is Esau talking to Jacob and Jacob responds these are the to find grace in the sight of my Lord. I'm going to tell you something. United States even though in the direction she's headed amen politically speaking and in the way she's headed in the spiritual realm but you know what? I believe where two or three can humble themselves and begin to cry out, God, we want your favor. God, we want your grace. Hallelujah. If anything's going to ever turn this thing around or make any difference, amen, it's going to be a church. It's going to be a praying church. It's going to be a believing church. You can't believe in that white house. This is a house that's going to make the difference. It's this house, amen, that made this nation what it was. It wasn't the white house. It wasn't political leaders. It was a favor of God on some one God-believing people. But at one time, Amen. Even this good old United States had presidents and leaders. Hallelujah. Every speech they made was coming out of the word of God. It was coupled and framed and entwined in every one of their speech words out of this book. Made all the difference in the world. I'm telling you, you could take any church. It doesn't matter what church it is. If you lose out favor with God, you're in trouble. It doesn't matter how old you are. What 5th, 6th, 10th, 12th Pentecostal rank you might be. If you ever start losing out to the favor of God, you're going to find yourself in trouble. And so one of, the, one of the most powerful things that you and I can seek, amen, in a pandemic, is the favor of God in the midst of all of this. And you know what? Others will recognize it. Others will take recognition to it. Others will realize, hey, they got some help from some other place. They got some assistance from some other area. They got some blessings. Hallelujah. They seem to have done some of the same things other people have done, but they seem to fare far better. Hallelujah. They seem to overcome. Hallelujah. You watch 
watch this as it unfolds here because you're going to watch how the Daniel because they purpose in the heart amen even as young lads but they purpose in the heart not to bow to the king and drink the water the wine and eat the meat but purpose we're not going to bow to no other idols we're not going to worship any other God we may be in Babylon we may not done on anything amen to be brought into this captivity but our minds are made up and our hearts are made up hallelujah we're going to serve this one true God if there's ever been a generation that needs to raise up in the time and hour amen and be risen to hallelujah by the hand of God it's this generation that needs to find the favor of God that'll move upon each heart and soul and life in this place and say you know what God with your favor I can make the stand you want me to make I know we're living in a wicked hour I know we're living in a wicked day I know amen the devil's doing everything he can hallelujah rob and steal and tear down and cause division but God with your favor upon us as individuals and yet collectively as a church hallelujah we can we can we can come through the storm we can come out on the other side if we could just find your favor and as that favor walks with us day in and day out as we humble and yield ourselves into your hand and to your touch and so as we watch Jacob here amen as he makes his way and begins to respond hallelujah he said what meaneth this and Jacob he see responded to him to find the grace amen and Esau said I have needed enough my brother keep that that thou hast myself Jacob said nay listen to this part nay I pray thee if now I have found grace in thy sight then receive my present at my hand for therefore I have seen thy face what's the next statement a very powerful statement one that sometimes we might take what in the world <laughs> now this is Jacob talking to Esau for therefore I have seen thy face as though I had seen the face of God, and thou was pleased with me. Take, I pray thee, my blessings that is brought to thee, because God hath dealt graciously with me. And because I have enough, and he urged him, and he took it. Hallelujah. It's the favor of God that I've been so blessed if you go into the New Testament, you're going to see it. It's actually in our Sunday school lesson. And part of it, amen, John the Baptist has a forerunner, hallelujah. And the preaching of John the Baptist talks about, amen, as they begin to question him what they ought to do, hallelujah. And he talks about the coat and giving the coat. And he talks about different things, amen, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. He talks about these things. If you've got meat, amen, and more than enough, give it to the others. I'm telling you, if it's ever been a world that needs a favor of God, and you know who can show the favor of God? Nobody can show better hallelujah than holy ghost apostolic people that sold themselves out to the grace and the favor of God and God didn't show us that favor for us to just lock it up God didn't show us that favor amen to just put it back for some some of that nature but God's favor has been upon our lives that we can manifest it that we can demonstrate it that God can manifest that favor to others and give others hope you know what's going to draw that lunatic from our channel it's going to be the favor of God upon us when we walk in the highways and the byways they're not coming here until they see a demonstration out there I'm telling you the lunatic would never been delivered if he hadn't ever saw Jesus Christ coming in on us and coming into that harbor I'm telling you he saw it all unfold that's what brought it caused him to come running to Jesus Christ we got to see the favor of God in Bendale Mississippi what a more I couldn't think of a better time to see the favor of God than where we're at tonight what we having to deal with <laughs> Storms. Storms ought to do what? Bring us closer. Unite us together. Cause us want to get in the same house. 
Cause us want to get the same on the same page. Cause us want to, we all want the favor of God. Not just upon ourselves, but of all of us. <laughs> and so we see here that Jacob forced him, amen, to take these blessings. Because it showed the graciousness that a man had been given to him from God. Another example I'm going to use, and I'm just going to go through these quickly. You probably have heard them all, amen. But I'm just trying to remind us tonight how the favor of God can work for us. If we'll humble ourselves and believe in this God that we're serving tonight. The God that we're serving tonight is an unchanging God. As I read about him and these individuals tonight, he's the same God tonight for you and I. If he done it for them, he'll do it for us. If he, especially if he done it in the Old Testament, how much more will he do in the New Testament? When you go to Genesis, the 39th chapter, and you know about Joseph and his life. You know how the brothers, amen, had called him. And because of envy, amen, they had sold him. How they put him into the cistern of water at the well. It was dry, and they pulled him out and sold him to Potiphar's. And then, he, amen, Potiphar's wife had lied on him. But I want to go there in Genesis 39. And it came to pass when his master heard the words of his wife, which he spake unto him, saying, After this manner did thy servant to me, that his wrath was kindled. Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison and place where the king's prisoners were bound. And he was there in the prison to start with. They tell us the commentaries, and I'll put it that way. The commentaries tell us that, that all said and done, he should have received 1,000 stripes. Amen for this offense. But we see the favor of God immediately upon Joseph's life and the outcome of this. Hallelujah, because he never received that. And then the next verse picks it up and it really tells us why. But the Lord was with Joseph. And showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keepers of the prison. I'm telling you there's nothing like having the favor of God upon your behalf. You can work for one of the most difficult bosses that anybody's ever worked for. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you the favor of God that boss will treat you different than he does others. And others will look at it and they'll even question you. Hey I don't quite understand that I've been there. I know what I'm talking about. It's been tried and proven. I've worked for bosses at times. Amen. At the shipyard and others throwing to the front of the I don't know why they handle you. Well, hallelujah, it's because I God. I got a God working on my it's not because I'm any better than anybody else, any smarter than anybody else by me and miles. But I got a God that'll show us favor. And he can be full of the devil, he can be full of hatred, he can be full of meanness. But I tell you, when the favor of God gets a hold of him, hallelujah, I'll tell you what, he'll show you favor when he won't show it to nobody else because you got one working on your behalf. And you know what? They'll realize that, they'll recognize that, they'll honor that, they'll realize and understand their slide some lines. I simply don't need to cross over. Thank God for his favor. That'll help us along this journey. And so the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the prison. And whatsoever they did there, he was the doer of it. Now watch this. The keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand because the Lord was with him. And that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. They could throw you in dungeons. They could throw you in prisons. They could put you in the worst place of the job. But the favor of God could show up. I'm preaching to somebody in this house tonight. The pitfalls of life, if you're not careful, will get the best of you. But if you'll just stay faithful to God, if you'll just stay faithful to God, 
This God loves me with an everlasting love. <laughs> and I'm not going to quit serving him. I'm not going to quit believing him. I'm going to love him. I'm going to worship him. I'm going to find his favor. And in his favor as he sees fit to bless. But watch this. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. You know, there's a lot of people looking to gain a lot of things in life. But the greatest thing that you and I can gain is the favor of God. Upon our lives, it can help us. The favor of God can give us things that money just simply can't buy. The favor of God can bless us in ways that positions in this world can never touch it. The favor of God upon us. Hallelujah. Ride with us day in and day out. And everything that we seem to be can prosper. Hallelujah. Now, it may not all work out, but watch this. Brother Ford mentioned it in the beginning of this service. And all things work to good. All things work together. That doesn't mean all things are good. Hallelujah. But all things work together for good. Hallelujah. And if you'll just stay with the program. If you'll just stay in the journey. That's what Joseph had to do for 20 years. Hallelujah. Pull out our system. Go into dungeons. Hallelujah. But you know what? He never got a bad attitude. He never got a bad spirit. He didn't get down and out. He didn't sit and mop and, and plowed about it. He didn't do any of that. Hallelujah. In fact, hallelujah, when prisoners were done in the dumps and down and out and having dreams they didn't know how interpretations, it was Joseph that come to the rescue. It was Joseph looking at them and God blessing him in the prison. Hallelujah. And blessing him and interpreting dreams. Hallelujah. And counseling them. Hallelujah. I'm telling you what. We're living in a world that needs some counsel. They need some counsel from some favorite people. I'm talking about the favor from God. It can't be just from man. It can't just be from finances. Amen. But I'm talking about a favor of God through the spiritual realm that penetrates the heart the soul, the mind, the makeup of who and what we are. Knowing that you have the favor of God working on your behalf. That's enough to make you get up every morning. I want to live. I want to take on the challenge. I want to be who God wants me to be because his favor's with me. I don't think, amen, I don't think there's a devil that can take us out. I don't think there's a challenge that can take us out because I got the favor of God working on my behalf. Praise God. And so we can watch in Exodus God's word to Moses. And I'm telling you, I'm just, going to, I'm just touching a few, few places about this term favor tonight. He tells Moses, I will stretch out my hand, smite Egypt with all of my wonders, which I will do in the midst thereof. And after that, he will let you go. I will give this people favor. In the sight of the Egyptians, it shall come to pass that when ye go, ye shall not go empty. Now this is the first, right at the beginning of calling on Moses, instructing him and telling him. And you know the story. You know the first time he shows up at Pharaoh with Aaron. Hallelujah, things just got worse. That's one of the biggest mistakes most people make whenever they turn to start to come to God. A lot of people feel like that everything ought to get easy or not have any trials or not have any troubles. But it's quite right the opposite, isn't it? Amen. Because when you really turn to God and begin to make your way to God, the devil's going to do everything he can to stop it. He's going to do everything he can to hinder it. And you know what? God will allow that, at least to a certain, certain realm, a certain place. You know why? Because, hallelujah, you got to be persuaded. Hallelujah, that you know what? I, I meant business. I'm going to come and live for God. And I'm not going to let some hindrances, amen, stop me. I'm not going to let some pitfalls in life, amen, stop me. I'm not going to let stop me in my praise and my worship and knowing that the favor of God's with me. Hallelujah, just because this hadn't worked out yet don't mean that, that the favor of God's not just around the corner. Joseph found out after 20 years that the favor of God can get him out 
out of a dungeon and out of that place and put him as a second man in commandment in one day, hallelujah, can get him washed up and cleaned up and bring him and present him unto the king. And the same God that we serve tonight, I tell you, in one day, hallelujah, you can turn your circumstance around because the favor of God is not measured by man. It's God's business. And when you got the favor of God, man doesn't dictate it. Man doesn't control it. It's not just, I don't live by chance, ladies and gentlemen. I don't live, you know, I got lucky. I don't even like that term. Hallelujah. People tell me, I got lucky. No, you got blessed. Hallelujah. You didn't get lucky. Hallelujah. You wasn't at the gambling bar. I'm not going to the casinos, honey and sweeter. You hear me tonight? Hallelujah. Our salvation is not some gambling thing in some casino. Honey, we sold out to Jesus Christ. We sold out, amen. And so we sold out. I don't threaten, worry about it. We're going to make it. I didn't say it was going to be easy. I didn't say it wasn't going to be without fighting and without battles and struggles. But you know what? We're going to make it. The church's going to win. We got the favor of God. We got the favor of God upon us to walk with us and to, to, to comfort us and help us. And so listen to some of the statements that is made unto Israel about coming out of Egypt. One of the first ones I just read to you in Exodus 3 and 21. When he go, he shall be what? You could go out, what? Not empty. You're not going to be empty. Genesis 15 and 14 says, you're going to come out with what? With great substance. Hallelujah. Exodus 12 and 35 says, and the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they lent unto them such things as they required and they spoiled the Egyptians. Hallelujah. That means some of those some of those Israelite ladies just walked into some of them homes and said, I want this, I want that, I want this. And they said, you can have it. The New Testament talks about men will give into your bosom. Press down, shake them together, and run it over. That sounds like a favor of God to me. That don't sound like you just took a chance and you just favored. I mean, you just took a chance in gambling. Are you living for God or not? Do you believe God or not? Our actions, hallelujah, really determines whether or not we really believe. My countenance and my actions toward him really tells the story if I really believe in his favor. Because you know what? One thing he favored me, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. He was with Joseph, amen, through every prison, through every pit, through every trial. He was there all the time. You you know what? He hadn't left us. He hadn't forsaken us. He's right in the midst of all of this. If anybody done any forsaken, it was us. God don't backslide. God won't backslide. No. He's there. But if we're not careful, you know what happens to us a lot of times? We're so set on having a life of ease, comfort, least amount of struggles. <laughs> you don't believe that. Ladies, you take them washing machine dryers and take them to the dump. Go get your scrub board. <laughs> Men, you take them power saws and skill saws and Get all them loggers and tell them, hey, y'all get all that high dollar equipment y'all complaining about. Go park it all and go get you about eight men with some old saws. Not, not power saws easy. I'm talking about them. I'm talking about them like this. <laughs> I 
<laughs> It'd kill us, brother. <laughs> It'd kill some of us. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. I tell some of them already, a good day's work to kill this one. <laughs> Praise God. Good day's work kills some of y'all. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Amen. It would. But anyway. So here we go. He talks about the favor. Amen. Watch this. Psalms 105 and 37. And he brought them forth also with silver and gold. And there was not one feeble person among their tribes. Among all 12 tribes. There was not one feeble person. I know you think I'm just kidding and whatever, but, uh, you know, I believe we just got to make up our minds sometimes. You know, I'm going to worship God. Hallelujah. If I'm in a wheelchair, I'm going to do what I can. If, I'm going to do my best. Amen. If they can't design that thing like a pop willies. If I can't pop it, I'll get somebody to put a motor on the back of it. What are you saying? I'm not going to come to the house of God. I feel like I've just got it made. He don't need my worship. He don't. He doesn't. He, he doesn't even need me at all. I need him. I need his favor. And you know how I can get him into my, my presence? You know what he inhabits? He inhabits the praises of his people. And when I get in trouble, one of the best things I can do, I found out, is magnify him and exalt. And give him honor and glory. I found out when it felt like the devil was getting the best of me. And overwhelming me and overcoming me. Hallelujah. If I just get in a prayer room. If I just get in there sometimes all by myself. Hallelujah. Say, oh God, I love you today. I mean, I worship God like it's just me right by myself in that office. I worship. I magnify him. I exalt him. That's how you drive the devil out. That's how you silence the devil. Because God's favor is with us. Favor of the Lord. Did you watch? Man, they've been called out. <laughs> Acts 13 and 17 says, The God of this people of Israel chose our fathers and exalted the people when they dwelt as strangers in the land of Egypt. And with a high arm brought he them out of it. <laughs> now this next one, in my studies today, I was... I guess I've just overlooked it. Never paid it any attention. Never, never got a hold of me. Deuteronomy 4 and 20. Listen to what Moses says. But the Lord hath taken you and brought you forth out of the iron furnace. He has brought you out of the iron furnace. Even out of Egypt. To be unto him a people of inheritance as he are this day. First Kings 8.51 says. For they be thy people, thy inheritance, which thou broughtest forth out of Egypt from the midst of the furnace of iron. Hallelujah. So here we can see Egypt 
it's so called as a place of severe trial and of afflictions, a place of a melting pot. And if you can be melted down, this is a place. Could it be that the three Hebrew boys had read about what, what Moses told them in Deuteronomy, that he can bring them out of the iron finery furnace? Could it be that they had already heard how that God had brought them out of Egypt and out of an iron fiery furnace? Hallelujah, that whenever they, the Nebuchadnezzar set up the, the, the furnace, amen, to burn them up, they knew, hallelujah, already by reading what was in the book that this God can bring us out of this furnace. I'm telling you, there's not a trial, there's not a situation, there's not any other name or power, nobody can pluck you out of his hand, nobody can, amen, but yourself. You're the only one that can fall out of the favor of God. Hear me tonight. Devil can't do it. All he can do is set up snares and traps and try to hinder. But he can't do it. Can't do it. We're the only one with what we wrestle with inside this vessel right here can cancel out the favor of God. I didn't say there wouldn't be trying times. And I didn't say there wouldn't be difficult times. But I am telling you this much. He'll always pull you through. He'll pull you out. What Brother McCain, what did he tell us? God can pull you out if you can stand the pulling. <laughs> Hallelujah. I pulled a few folks out before. I'm talking literally bogging down trucks, <laughs> tractors. I mean, one time my brother Joseph, uh, he's a little more daredevil than I am. And uh, anyway, he was off bush hogging. <laughs> Somehow or another, I don't know how he'd done it, but he took that John Deere tractor, that bush hog and all, and, and it wasn't in more slew, but it was one running right off of it. And he got that tractor off over in there, got that thing down in there, son, that thing was sitting up there like that. Yeah. I said, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we tried with the winch. We couldn't budge it, couldn't do anything. I said, I know, I know somebody's got something we can pull that thing out with. <laughs> I called my boss. <laughs> uh, Brother Quinn, uh, we need some help. <laughs> We took that old bulldozer and went down there. Hey, I, I didn't even get it out of idle. Hooked that bulldozer to that tractor. When God gets ready, honey. You done tried this and you done tried that. Now, you tried this avenue and you tried that. That's what's wrong with a lot of people. They tried everything but God. They don't run to everything but God. They run to every other place but the house of God. They run to every place except to the favor of God. And to the very place they know to come. That's the last place they want to come to. Realizing, understanding, that's what the devil's doing. He hinders. He's trying to, he tries to get you to go here at carnality. Do the same thing. But thank God we know where to really come and get the favor of God. It's come to the house of God. Saying, here I am, God. Everything's not going my way. And everything is like it's slipping out from under me. But you know what? I'm here, God. Because this is where I'm going to find your favor. This is where I'm going to find your help. This is where I'm going to... Hear your voice and follow your instructions and be made victorious. You're going to deliver me out of this place with a high hand. You're going to deliver me a place, amen. You're going to, with abundance and with blessings of your favor. Because hmm. that's what it's about tonight. God's ministering in the house. I just got to get some people to believe it. Some of you, you're not believing it. I've walked enough in the spirit, I know. But you've got to get to the place you believe it. I'm going to believe that. I'm going to take that. Hallelujah. I'm going to receive that. I'm going to let that be put in my spirit. I'm going to let it be put in my heart, my mind, my life. Amen. Hallelujah. 
The second one I want to look at, and this is, I'll probably finish up with this one right here. I won't, I'm not finished with all I got, but Deuteronomy 33 and 23. Sister Moore, you're going to be able to do what I ask you. I want you to come get ready. <laughs> She's going to do a little something here tonight that uh, probably a little different. <laughs> I mentioned at the beginning of this, this message tonight about America. The blessings of being in America. The opportunity, the land that we're in, the opportunity. And, and this is where it came from. Deuteronomy 33 and 23. You're going to notice of Naphtali, a man. Naphtali was, was satisfied. Watch this. Now this is a time that has been given to lands and things of this nature. And, and Moses writing unto them. And he says unto them. Satisfied with favor. And full with the blessings of the Lord. Possess thou the west and the south. For some reason that caught my attention. I said, why would that be such a favor to them? It's such, so satisfying to them. And so I began to run through some commentaries and things of that nature. What's this? Well, they might be satisfied for the wooded mountains that sink down into the plains of the northern shores of the Sea of Galilee. There they understand that it's comprised of the most beautiful sceneries as well as the most fertile soils in Palestine. You can go to Genesis 49 and 21 and again if you read this same one and it calls them behind or the heart or the deer to be let loose and given goodly words. Josephus mentions them and he calls them the place they went to as earthly paradise. Porters describes the place as the garden of Palestine. Modern name of our own time of this district now is even called the land of good tidings. Hallelujah. So they found the favor of God by the geographical location that they wound it up in. Amen. It's the blessings of God and the favor of God. I'm telling you nobody's more favored than the American born people of having the opportunity to hear the gospel. Having the opportunity to have a place to come and to worship this one true God. Having the opportunity. Amen. If anybody ought to be atoned. If anybody ought to be raptured. If anybody ought to be saved. It ought to be the American people. Hallelujah. That's got the opportunity of the land, of the brave, and of the free. Hallelujah. That knows how to, how, amen, and watch this. And I wanted to sing this little song for us tonight. You can stand if you like. Hallelujah. I know this may just be a little patriotic in a sense, but you got to understand. You watch this. I could take it to Ruth and there with Boaz. And, and, and I know I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit here, but listen to this. With Boaz, with Ruth, you're going to, whenever Boaz had said unto her, if. It hath fully been showed me all that thou hast done unto thy mother-in-law since the death of thy husband. How thou hast left thy father and mother, the land of thy, thy nativity, and art come unto a people which thou knewest not here too far. We didn't know it. Hey, I still remember the first time I walked into a Pentecostal church. I didn't have a clue what it was. But I knew when I walked in before the service was over with, I just found something. I don't understand all of it. I don't, I don't quite comprehend all of it. But I know this is different. This is different. 
different. Hallelujah. There's something here. Hallelujah. That I want to be a part of. And so he goes on. He says, The Lord has recompensed thy work and full reward be given to thee of the Lord God of Israel under whose wings thou art come to trust. I'm glad I'm in an apostolic church tonight. I'm glad I put my trust under the wings of the everlasting one. I'm glad we can dwell in the secret place and abide under the shadow of the Almighty. But she said, listen to what she says. What Ruth says to Boaz response, let me find favor in thy sight. My Lord, for thou, thou hast confronted me, comforted me, for thou hast spoken freely unto thy handmaid, though I be not like unto one of thy handmaids. No, we're not a Jew on the outside, but I'm telling you, we can be blessed even greater. I believe in this day and time than even the Jews. Hallelujah's blood bought, God filled people, and the favor of God upon us. We can have the blessings of God. The real question is, can God trust us with his favor? Can God trust us with his blessings? Can God trust us with his riches? Can God trust us in the hour and the day that we're living? How the favor of God upon us that can turn our community upside down, that can turn our families upside down. Can God trust us with this kind of favor and send us down the trail and the pathway that we might attain this type of favor in America? I'm telling you, in America, we've been blessed. Go ahead, Sister Moore. I come up with this. What's this? I read all that and it hit me. What did we come up with? All the president used to finish all the speeches, maybe they still do. God bless America. Listen to it. God bless America. Land that I love stand beside her. to the front if you want God to bless America. Why don't we be a group among that group that says, you know what? We want the blessings of God on America again. We're wailing, amen, God, to pay the price. Beside her. 
the night with thy light from above. On the mountain, through the prairie, through the ocean, I went Everybody in here believe that God has favored America. God, thank you for God's your God's favor's been upon this nation. Guide us. I believe tonight that even a little country church like this can make the difference, amen, in the weeks and months to come. That'll sell themselves out and say, we know where our blessings come from. And we're willing, I tell you, God's never needed the majority. He just needed somebody to say, you know what, I'm going to make the stand and give the honor where it knows needs to be. I'm telling you, God bless America. We need your favor. We don't want to slip away. We want to slip closer. We want to be united. We want to make that pledge, amen, not just to a flag, but God, help us make that pledge to God. Make us all with liberty and justice to all. That's what it's really all about. I ask you something tonight. If you lived in one of them other countries, where you would, where would you want to come? Why do you think people take their little kids, load them up in boats? Rafts. Take a take a take a big chance. Just by chance that we might make the journey. Just by chance we might slip in. They may get me, but what about this one? It'll keep her from being raised in a country that don't know anything about God. They don't want anything about blessings and favor. I tell you, I'd take the chance too. Regardless of my color of my skin, how much money I had, and where these little daughters going to wind up, I'd load them up and I'd take the chance too. I'm telling you, thank God for the blessings, amen, and the favor of God has been on America. We need to pray for America. We need to pray for the favor of God on America. If God lift us here, I tell you, He can still bless us. We need the favor of God on America. We don't need people casting it down. We need somebody lifting it up. Get prayer back in schools. Let's get the Bible back in places. Let's get places and think back for amen and sustain us and hold us and break us through. We gotta be the ones that's gotta fight for it. Your politicians are not. Nine eleven they did. And those twin towers come tumbling down. They felt like we was under attack. All of a sudden, we wasn't Republicans and we wasn't Democrats. We began to work together. We'd step out on the steps of the Capitol, both parties, and pull back them old gospel songs and begin to sing them. Because we woke up that day and realized just how vulnerable we really are without the favor of God. And the goodness of God. And you know what? That hasn't changed. 
I'm going to tell you something. I believe there's a responsibility comes with this favor. I showed you too many times, too many scriptures, too many individuals. Amen. And I didn't cover not even a third of them. Amen. It's what's in that Bible about the favor of God. I want the favor of God at whatever cost. So what if I don't have this or have that? I want the favor of God. I want my children and my grandchildren to have the favor of God. Amen. I want them to know what it is to have the favor of God. I want to spark something inside their little hearts and their minds and spirit. We'd rather have the favor of God than the riches of land. And please don't take that wrong. I know there's a little battle, but please stay with me. Hallelujah. we got to have the favor of God with those blessings. Hallelujah. Let's get our education. Let's get riches. But I'm telling you, let's keep the favor of God. Let's keep the favor of God. Let's keep the favor of God because you can gain the whole world. But if you gain the whole world, lose your soul. What have you gained? I tell you, we want the favor of God and we want it, amen, on our children. You know what? We need the favor of God in this community. I'm telling you, they're out there. They're lost and undone and they need to see a people that's got the favor of God. They need to see a people that's walking upright and just, amen, it's going to be sound and solid and healthy. It's not riding roller coasters. You've got to get off of that roller coaster's ride, sweetheart. You've got to get off, amen, and up and down and all that. We're not on drugs. We're not on drugs. That's a druggy's life. But the Holy Ghost feels life always find that help and that strength and I'm going to be victorious. Favor of God. Read your Bible. You know what got Israel in trouble a lot of times? Mumbling, complaining, belly aching. The favor of God was always there. You hear me tonight? The favor of God's at our fingertips. In this good old United States of America, the favor of God. Right? I know we, we got problems. I know we got some difficulties. I know we got some bad situations. <laughs> but this is still the land opportunity not because of those riches but because because of this this right here in the love and the favor of God it's with us day in and day out the favor of God love you tonight appreciate you hopefully something's been said we'll tell you something we have the favor of God in the midst of this old pandemic, we can have the favor of God. God bless America. God bless America. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, I have a problem with people that wants to burn the flag. I have a problem with people, amen, that don't want to show respect to the flag. Amen. Just because there's a few bad ones, folks, it ain't time to burn the flag. It's not time to trample it under our feet. <laughs> That's a banner, amen. And it was bought with blood. It was bought with sacrifice. Amen. You know why? You know why a lot of them fought? If I'm not mistaken, this, this God bless us was from World War I. It's what brought this song. Yeah. Pledge of Allegiance. It's in the midst of those wars. And they readjust some of it along the way. War and difficult times is what really helps us to realize the favor of God is with us. The goodness and the mercy of the Lord. Huh. What's this? 
It's by his favor we're going to have the revival we're looking for. It's not by our talents. It's not by our skills. It's not by any of that. It's not even by our holiness. But it's going to be by the favor of God as he pours it out on us. Amen. And we receive it with thanksgiving. And then protect it and guard it. And stay humble and meek with it. Not to get arrogant or high-minded with it. Like we've earned it. Like we're somebody in our... I'm nothing no good. You were saying we're nothing but dust. We're nothing but dust. It's his favor. It's his favor. It's been with us. God bless you tonight. Y'all feel to sing something else? Oh, beautiful for spacious skies for ways of grace For purple mountains, majesty above the fruited plains, America, America, God shed your grace on thee. country, oh Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. We'll say this and let you go. Uh, Holy God. King's Pentecostal Church, this is uh, Brother uh, Lordy Mercy. Brady. Brother Brady's church. It's in Louisiana. It's a four-hour drive. <laughs> but I told him I'd announce it. They're having a tent revival youth tomorrow night, Friday night, 7.30. For anybody who'd like to go. But they also got it. If you got the phone, it can do it, that little deal. It's going to be on live. So if you'd like to listen to it, uh, it's be available to you on live. Okay? So if you're interested, I told them I would announce it and let you know that so you could. Amen. If you want to load up and go, that's good. But if you can't, you can listen to it this way. All right? All right. Love you. Appreciate you. God bless you. It's good to see everybody. God bless you tonight.